Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to Lessons in Savvy Living. I am your host, Sia Knight, and I am so happy that we have a, a guest today. Um, as we tape this, we're in the middle of, smack dab in the middle of the COVID-19 crisis. Um, actually, I hope we're towards the end of the crisis, but probably in the middle of the crisis. And a lot of people now are thinking about our uh, healthcare workers, our frontline workers. And I have someone here today who may have a little bit of information about this. So Heather Thatcher, first question that I have for you. What are three things people should know about you? So the most important thing which I want people to know about me is that I really truly believe in my heart that life is full of beautiful possibilities and it's our job to see that. And it's about reprogramming our mind. And then my next thing, which I really want people to know is that this self-help industry leads you to believe that you're broken and you're not. You're beautiful and whole exactly as you are and you can move forward from a better place from there. And finally, lowering your stress in all situations is essential because of the negative impacts of stress and how, when I used to work in the ICU, how many different things could have been prevented or reversed if people knew how to better manage their stress. Wow. Okay. Sounds, sounds interesting, Heather. It, what's, today, I'm going to talk with you about um, uh, your story. And the kind of for this podcast, we say it's real women, real stories, real lessons. And typically I would say, hey, here's what this particular episode is about. But what I'm going to do is I'm just going to hand it over to you, Heather, and tell us your story. So my story began with my nursing career. So I started off being a nurse in the ICU. I worked for uh, both the adults and the children's ICU. And I really wanted to help people. And so I saw that as a great way. I am a very compassionate person. And so for the ICU where people are in their most vulnerable states with their family members and as the patient being there, it just, I was really drawn to that. And then I started to realize that a lot of what brought people into the hospital could have been prevented if they knew how to better manage their stress because the number of diseases related to stress is massive. And so I started to transition my practice out of the ICU and into the online stress management space. But I, my plan was to do that when I was ready. But instead, my body had other ideas. And mm. so at the end of 2018, I became very sick almost overnight. And I went from working full-time 12-hour shift work to being able to sit up and be up on my feet for about three hours per day. And that's it. And so that was a very hard shift for me. And then when COVID-19 hit, I was really struggling because through SARS, through the H1N1, I was in the ICU. I knew how to do that. I knew how to manage situations like this as an ICU nurse. But this time, I couldn't do that. And so that was a very challenging moment for me. Wow. So it's interesting to hear this from your perspective. So you went from a person who 
is naturally your your tendency is to take care of people and to help people and you had the opportunity to, to do that professionally to being a person where your body told you uh-uh stop no more so what did that look like so so do you mean like what did it look like health-wise or what did yes. it look like yes so i went from like working full-time shift work to then sleeping 20 hours a day and not knowing why to feeling very drained all the time to feeling like I always had the flu. I had this toxic feeling in my body all the time. And then we discovered a thyroid mass. So that had to be removed and lots of painful biopsies and whatnot leading up to that. And there was just, there was so much stress, so much fear of the unknown that I had to learn how to process. And in the end, it just really made me focus on practicing what I preach to talk about the stress management strategies, how to turn off my stress response and get back in control of that, how to offer myself self-compassion. Because often we go through these challenging experiences, just trying to, you know, push it down, keep moving forward. Don't, don't give yourself the time you need to really feel it and be okay with that, especially as women. We're told that we got to be everybody else's rocks. You got to be able to figure that out on your own and keep moving forward. So to be able to give yourself that space and knowing how to do that in a structured way that's science-based, it was life-changing. It wouldn't have been the same without it. And so now, now I see this as truly my calling. It was not to work in the ICU. It was really to do this. And so even though the transition was tough because the decision was made for me and I'm a type A person that likes to make my own choices, but mm -hmm. it's definitely, it's definitely what I'm meant to do. So I heard several things from that, your story. First of all, I heard um, the piece of kind of incongruence where you wanted to share with people, hey, here's how you handle stress. Here is a way that you can um, get yourself together. But later on, you recognize, you know what? I really wasn't practicing what I preached. So that's what I heard. And I think a lot of us, especially a lot of us who are women in the space who help other women, some, we, we can come up with all of the information and all of the ideas, but how many of these things have we personally put into practice? So that's a very interesting piece of it. And, and also I heard where you said stress showed up in your body and manifested itself in physical symptoms. I think that that's very important to talk about as well and important to, to recognize. Um, our immune systems have to be strong, especially not just when COVID-19 comes across the world, but when all other, a, a number of different things can, can cause um, us to be run down. So I think that's a, also an important piece to, to kind of acknowledge as well, the fact that stress will, will can kill you. How's that? Absolutely. And actually, it's the belief that stress can kill you is what kills you in the end. So there was a study done at the University of Wisconsin, where they looked at a group of 30,000 people, and they asked them to rate their stress on a scale of one to 10. And then they also asked them if they believed that the stress response was harmful. And then they tracked everybody over a period of eight years. And 
sort of tracked who died. So they looked for the very far-reaching negative health effects of stress. And so what they found was that people that related their stress as being very high and saw their stress response as harmful had a 43% increased risk of dying. But the people who related their stress as high but saw it as helpful, not harmful, had no increased risk of dying at all. And in fact, they did even better than the people that rated their stress levels as low but still saw it as harmful. So the belief that stress is harmful is actually what causes all those negative effects. And so by changing our perspective of stress and understanding what it really does in our body can actually save our life. Wow, that's that's powerful. So many people often talk about how everything starts with the mind um, and that mind-body connection. And I think that's a gr- another great example of that, the fact um, of what you believe is what actually manifests. Um, So I think that's important to know and important to acknowledge the fact that um, people who are working with uh, folks in order to kind of get that mindset in check, that type of work is very, very important. And Heather, here's what I tell my friends and family right now. Right now, as we are filming this, it's uh, April, late April, 2020. My concern is not only for now and the people who unfortunately are passing away. My concern is six months from now, after we have emerged from this, we're going to be looking like the walking wounded. And a lot of us have feelings, emotions, thoughts that we're not processing right now. We're just merely surviving. And I think it's important that that this type of work uh, be done because it's it's going to come out one way or the other. Exactly. And wouldn't you rather be in control of how it comes out? Absolutely. And so one of the quick and easy ways that we can do this and start this process is using a self-compassion script. And we're very good at doing this for other people, important people in our lives. We're easy to comfort them and validate what they're feeling and all that. But when it comes to us, we're very good at pushing that away, like we were already talking about. And so what a self-compassion script does is it validates what you're feeling. It reminds you that everything's only temporary and that it's going to be okay. And then it helps you come up with a plan for what you're going to do, not necessarily to fix the problem, but what you're going to do to help you feel better now. And those self-compassion scripts have carried me through so many challenging situations, through all of the biopsies and the painful testing all through the 2019 year. And then now with the COVID-19 to to the ICU nurse in me that's desperately wanting to be able to be where I know I could be and what I'm capable of doing, but then also being held back by my body and then understanding what I could do instead that would still be validating me as a human, but within my current capacity. Yeah, and that was going to be my next question in terms of how did you get from that person who could only be awake for three hours a day to kind of where you are now? And it sounds like these scripts, that's one piece of it and anything else that you want to kind of let us know kind of how have you start to emerge from um, kind of where you were in 2019. To ask for and 
accept help. And from a very type A person and a very independent, fierce woman, that was a challenge to lean on my husband, who I've never, I've never, through any other health challenge in my life, I've never had somebody there. So to learn what that looks like and how to involve him in a way that makes me comfortable and him happy and all those different things to be able to not do this alone and to rely on other experts in other spaces. Because absolutely, you could figure it out by yourself. I could figure this out by myself, but it would take me so much longer. So to be able to reach out to someone that knows this and has a steady system, that's gotten me from being awake for three hours to now only sleeping 10 hours a night and being able to do more throughout the day and learning how to pace with this new normal that I'm experiencing now. Wow, that's great. And I think that, again, another powerful lesson, ask for and accept help. We are all super women where we just, we care, we have the, 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 the red S on our chest and we're going to get through it and we're going, sometimes we just need to stop. When people ask us, hey, how you doing? And instead of just kind of glossing over, I'm doing fine. Maybe, just maybe you say, you know, I'm struggling a little bit today. I don't know what you can do to help, but I just wanted to let you know that. So I think that's a very important piece to to kind of kind of uh, bring voice to, bring voice to. So, wow, this is a lot of great information. Heather, talk to me about the biggest lesson that you have, um, that you've had as a result of your experiences. So I think I already had this sort of in the back of my mind before, but definitely in this past year and a bit, it's been brought to the forefront and that is everything is temporary. Hmm. Everything. So your positive experiences, temporary. You need to really live those up and be fully present in them. Everything negative and challenging, temporary. Your track record is pretty darn good. You've gotten through every single obstacle so far. So you're going to get through this one as well. It's just your, your choice. It's absolutely up to you about how your perspective is going to change your experience. Wow. Everything is temporary. And I think that's, that's wonderful if we take that in because especially during this hard time for the, the whole world, this is temporary. But also when things are going great, just recognizing, okay, this is temporary, Um, And that's fine. That's the way life goes. It ebbs and flows that way. So I I love that. I love that. um, That reminder to all of us. So Heather, you have done some really, really good work, it sounds, in terms of getting yourself back from the brink. And it sounds like that you you help other women to do that as well. If somebody wanted to contact you or find uh, find you online, talk to me about why they would would get in contact with you and how they would contact you. Thank you so much for asking for that. So I have uh, what I call the survival guide. 
And so there's the ultimate life survival guide, which has four pillars. And that includes the mindset work of reprogramming your self-talk and overcoming limiting beliefs, taking back control from your inner critic, which when you really think about it, our inner critic is one of the greatest sources of stress because mm-hmm. they're really good at finding all those what ifs and they need to simplify your life because we all have a limited amount of time per day and you need to be able to make the most of that. So there's lots of ways where you can streamline different things. Then you also need to take care of yourself to manage your stress and really find the life balance that works for you. Not what you should be doing, but what works for you. And all of that will allow you to take control of your life and to really move forward from here with confidence. And so that's what I offer in my online corner of the internet. And you can find me on Instagram at the ultimate life survival guide. You can also find me at heatherthatcher.com. And so I share lots of free resources around stress management, around that mindset piece, and then again, taking control of your life. Something that's definitely needed at this time. Um, And in fact, whenever you're listening to this, if this is way in the future, it's 2021, 2022, you'll still need that because as I mentioned before, we as women, we have a tendency to not um, take care of ourselves, um, to let stress overcome and overtake us. And I think this will be a great way to to start to gain control uh, of your life. So Heather, thatcher.com and what we'll do is we'll put the um we'll put the websites in the in the links below so that you can get in contact with heather and so heather thank you so much for sharing your story i really appreciate you being so open and transparent Oh, thank you for creating such a safe space for other women to be able to do this. I think it's important for us to talk about it because, again, as women, we're so private. We need to make sure that we're the rock, that we're all together. Someone asks us how we're doing. We say, oh, you know, I'm fine. But we need to start talking about this to normalize this side of it because life's no perfect walk through a flower garden. There's going to be obstacles that come up. And right now we have COVID-19 as our, like, common shared enemy, But identifying the other stressors that are impacting our life right now, this is such a great time because life has slowed down a little bit. So we're able to come in and find and name those other things so that we can start doing things about them. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. No problem. That was my intent with relaunching the podcast. I wanted to, in a time that felt so, for me, felt so isolating and I felt I needed support from other people, other women. I needed to hear other people um, with their challenges and how they overcame them. So that's why I created this for everyone, but also, let's be honest, I created it for myself. So I hope that this has, it proves to be beneficial to to ladies or, or gentlemen, you know, not judging, who are, are listening and who can relate to our, our individual stories and participate in our collective healing. I love that. That's wonderful. Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much. That's it for this episode and Lessons of Savvy Living. And until next time, stay savvy. Bye.